Well, hello there, my silly gooses. Welcome back to another edition of the Midweek Breakdown presented by My Two Cents Podcast, hosted by G2. I am G2. I am here to talk to you guys for about a good 10 to 15 minutes about any and everything, and then I'll lead you guys out with the song of the week. And today's big overarching subject matter that I want to talk about is black people coming together. But before I get to that, I do have to uh, wish condolences to the family of DJ Casper. He's better known as being the guy that created the cha-cha slide. He has died at the age of 58. Uh, DJ Casper's wife confirmed to the Chicago-based news outlet ABC7 that the chart-topping star had died surrounded by his loved ones and that he passed away from cancer. Now, in 2016, um, he would give an interview to ABC7, and he would say that he had two uh, types of cancer, and which is one that is infected the kidney and liver at the time he said they went in to try to do surgery and they found out the kidney was connected to the main artery so they decided not to do it and they treated it he added at the time if you know me you know i'm not going to stop i'm going to continue to go i'm going to continue to go until i can't go anybody that's going through cancer know that you have cancer and cancer does not have you so keep on doing the cha-cha slide he told the outlet. So having said that, I do want to wish condolences to the wife and to anybody that was connected to DJ Casper, friends, business associates, anyone like that. I know for me, the cha-cha slide literally played every single good behavior party that I was in my uh, middle school and even in elementary school, whenever elementary had like parties, they would always play the cha-cha slide. That song would play without fail, both in elementary and middle school. And to know that this man passed away, to know that this guy did the cha-cha slide, it just brings back the memories of being a kid and just seeing everybody doing it and everybody having a fun time. You see adults doing it with the kids, trying to get kids to uh, just do the dance and just have a fun time. And you would see that a lot across social media, everybody saying the exact same thing. They had fun watching people try to do this cha-cha slide, people getting confused from going to their left to the right and all that stuff. And it was just great to see uh, people at least remember this man because of that iconic dance. And I believe that this song will constantly play it for until time is out. People play this at uh, birthday parties. People play this at weddings. I mean, different ceremonies. This song gets played. So I mean, for you to have a song that's going to be played forever, even after you're gone, and it's still here, that proves that you did something on this earth, and uh, your legacy will still be there. So, rest in peace to DJ Casper. Now, on to black people coming together, and I think you guys know where I'm going with this. If you guys did not see, there was a video uh, roaming around on social media this past weekend of a black, like employee working in Alabama. He was, I believe, the security dock guy. He has to tell people to move their boats off the dock so another boat can get there. And he did that here with this group of people. And the people didn't want to do it. And so he started taking matters in his own hand. He started uh, unloosing their rope off the dock, moving the boat. You see one of the guys come back to confront him about it. You can see him saying, uh, mouthing off, I tried to tell you to move that off the uh, move it out the way so this boat can dock itself and things just start happening commotion happening the man gets jumped by the white dudes and even some females and then out of nowhere black people black other 
uh, bystanders just come rushing in to try to uh, help him out. And boy, oh boy, was social media having a blast with this. Um, man, I first saw the video at glance and I was like, okay, somebody being stupid again. All right. But then when people started to really analyze it, people really start picking apart the video, start making fun about it. I started like, okay, I see where people are getting like seeing the humor and everything about it. Seeing homeboy just go into the water and start swimming to get over there. The black woman just started saying, see him. He wants to go over there and get that. I mean, it was great. You had the dude getting up, throwing his hat and just start getting himself in a stance ready to just start taking on everybody. That was great. And then you just start seeing the video from other different angles from other people just like recording. You just see our seeing more black people start rushing over there. And this was great. Somebody put on Twitter and it reminded me so good is this is the black Avengers assembling. And I thought that was great because when other times do you see black people just all together, just rushing into something other than when someone's getting beat down by another race. I'm just going to be blunt. That's literally the only time we actually do it. Um, when it's us against us, it's always like, okay, that's just a normal day circumstances. But whenever it's us getting jumped by another race and you see us rushing over there to help us, dude, that is always going to be great. One, if you're a black person. Two, it's always going to make great social media commentary and great internet fodder because we as black people, we do things really, really different than everybody else. Because in this chaos, in this brawl, you just started seeing people just dogpiling on other individuals. I mean, there's one dude getting beat up by two, three, four black dudes. There's a white woman that's getting beat up by two black women. There's a dude that ends up running up with a folding chair. It just starts smacking people in the head with it. And at one point, there was a woman that was down and out. After she just got beat up by two black women, he just runs over there and just bangs on her with the head, with the chair. I mean, dude, I laughed about it. Me being a wrestling fan, I had a good laugh. People were making wrestling memes with that. I had a blast watching everybody just make fun and make light of the situation. Even one of the people that got beat up in the brawl, he ended up making a TikTok, I believe. And he showed his face after and he said, well, that 65-year-old man, he can really swing. And he even had to get in on the lab because he knew how dumb this thing was. He knew now after being unintoxicated, that's the only way I could think about somebody being intoxicated, being in this type of brawl and being that stupid. He has even realized that, dude, this wasn't worth it. This wasn't worth it because my man has two black eyes. He has swollen eyes. I mean, he got uh, tissues in his nose to probably just like hold his nose together from stopping the bleeding. I mean, my God, dude, this was funny out the wazoo and just to see black people doing research and apparently the folding chair was created by a black person i didn't know that until somebody popped that up on the internet so it added another layer of hilarity saying that the ancestors gave the black people power to start wailing on people it was funny i don't care who you are if you didn't laugh at this i don't know what to tell you you're missing some uh sensibility you're missing some humor in this this was funny even though now apparently they're having uh warrants out for people's arrest. I don't, ugh, I don't like it. Just allow people to get their butt beat and call it a day. Nobody needs to be arrested. Nobody got shot. Nobody got stabbed. Nobody's bleeding. 
out the wazoo. No, some unruly people got their butt beat, got handled, got dealt with, and hey, that's just what it was. So I'm glad that that happened. I'm glad no guns were involved in this. I wish people would go back to fighting. I mentioned that before on a past episode before somewhere. I said I wish people would just start going back to being uh, fighters instead of uh, shooting and doing all this other crap. Because guess what? Everybody in this brawl was able to still walk away after the fact. Yes, police or like officers got involved and like broke up everyone, but everybody still lived. Nobody died. So I'm glad nobody died from that. But also this should be a notice if you are beating up on a black person and you're someone of another race and you're just ganging up on them best believe people are going to see it and probably jump in so don't try that mess nowhere else and two the pan uh the family or the couple that was owning that boat they own some like small mini mart or whatever it is and now people found out the store and they just start bombarding them with bad posts, bad reviews to the point that they had to shut off their comments. And if you look at, if you try to do some research on them, um, I believe they stand right now at 1.5 stars. So that's just where we're at right now. Again, don't try that crap nowhere else. Don't try to be stupid because guess what? Things like this could happen. Again, internet undefeated with this. Now, second thing. And my time is almost up. God, that brawl took out a lot. Um, Jennifer Anderson. Jennifer Anderson, Jamie Foxx. Um, if you aren't aware, Jamie Foxx posted up a post uh, this weekend, and he talked about how uh, they killed this dude named Jesus. What do you think they'll do to you? Hashtag fake friends. Hashtag fake love. That's what Jamie Foxx's Instagram post would read. And unbeknownst to anyone, this thing becomes a big situation because... Jennifer Anderson, apparently she liked it, and she later denounced it because the Jewish uh, news company, A Wider Frame, saw Jamie Foxx's post, screenshotted it, and accused Jamie Foxx of sharing a anti-Semitic message. Now, with that being said, Jennifer Anderson, she would put out in her story, this really makes me sick, I did not like this post on purpose or by accident. And more importantly, I want to be clear to my friends and anyone hurt by this showing up in their feeds. I do not support any form of anti-Semitism and I truly do not tolerate any kind of hate, period. Now, with this being said, you know, this had to run back to Jamie and Jamie, he had to later issue an apology and he would say, I want to apologize to the Jewish community and everyone who was offended by my post. Um, I know my choice of words have caused offense and I'm sorry that was never my intent to clarify I was betrayed by a fake friend and that's what I meant with they not meaning anything more he explained I only have love in my heart for everyone I love and support the Jewish community my deepest apologies to anyone who was offended now Jennifer Anderson she would get a whole lot of backlash from a lot of people for saying that she threw Jamie Foxx under the bus a whole lot of uh people in the black community would say how why is Jamie Foxx apologizing we know what he meant when he said they and this is what I'm gonna say with this I want to make this specifically clear to anyone that's not black black people we will tell you if we don't like you we will tell you if we have problems with you 
you guys had a problem literally with Kanye saying anti-Semitic things. Now, Kanye say some anti-Semitic things. Well played. He did. Saying that he liked Hitler and he started saying other things months ago. That's what he did. See how blunt he was in his action? You see how some other black people, when it talks about the LGBTQ community, were able to say certain things and were able to put a name on that bullet? Because guess what? We have no problem saying what we say and we mean what we say. We don't have to hide and dance and do these little games that some of you other races have to do. Because you guys still want to be seen nice in the light and in the dark. You guys are dirty, nasty, like despicable human beings. Let's not try this game out. Jamie Foxx, who was just on the mend trying to really recover himself. Because we still don't know to this day. Because his sister and himself and his daughter haven't really come out to say what was really going on with him. He came off the mend. He's starting to recover. He's becoming getting back into the fray of the world and getting out there and being mixy again. And now, you guys were all just saying prayers of the Jamie Foxx, da-da-da-da-da, to Jamie, love and prayers and this. And now, when the first thing that you think was wrong, that he said was wrong, you automatically start saying, this is despicable, this is disgusting. Shame on you, Jennifer Anderson. Shame on you to anybody to think that we are talking about you when we say they. No. No, you can ask a black person off top. What do you mean by that? We'll tell you point blank what we mean by that. We don't got to tiptoe and dance around and all that type of crap. Everybody else, every other race, I feel tiptoes and dance because you guys do that. We don't. We put a name on the bullet. We tell you if we don't like you. We don't tell you if we don't rock with that race. We don't tell you if we don't like that specific person of that particular race. We tell you off top. We don't have to tiptoe and dance. We went through a lot of hell in America, so we know what America is truly like. We know how the American system really works of that magnitude. So for us, we don't have to dance. We don't have to tap dance. We don't have to do that. Now, some of us, some of us too, do tap dance because they want to be good here, be good there. You don't have to be good everywhere. Matter of fact, here's a key secret to you. That I think everybody should know. If you're authentic, the people know when you're being hurtful and when you're not being hurtful. Jamie Foxx wasn't being hurtful here. Jamie Foxx wasn't talking about to the Jewish community. He wasn't talking to anyone of any race. He was talking about just specifically fake friends. If you have fake friends, that's what happened. If you do remember, by the way, in the story of Jesus being killed, one of his people, one of his people that was following him, Judas, had him killed. So, Judas was a fake friend to Jesus, if you know the story of that. Or even if you don't know the story, that's at least something that I believe everyone should know about the name Jesus. If you know Jesus, you apply it right next to Judas, because that is right there. Just want to make that perfectly clear. People got on Jennifer Anderson's butt, now I want to see how that will affect her. I wonder if Jamie Foxx and Jennifer Anderson has some type of conversation on the phone, because I believe that's warranted. I believe Jennifer Anderson needs to apologize for Jamie Foxx. Apologize to him, for real, because this wasn't needed. He shouldn't have put out an Instagram post. He did that to kind of die down the heat, because he doesn't want Hollywood to see him in a different light. But I feel that Jamie Foxx is literally one of those people that everyone likes in Hollywood. Jamie Foxx, I don't think you're going to find people that really say anything bad about him, to be completely honest. 
Jamie Foxx, he's either dancing, he's either singing, he's either making people laugh, he's either making people uh, enjoy themselves around him. He's one of those guys, again, in Hollywood, I don't hear about nothing going wrong. He's just a good guy, at least from what we are being fed. But again, I'm glad black people huddled around Jamie Foxx in this. I'm glad black people got around Jamie Foxx in this. I'm glad black people was able to say, yo, she's bugging, she tripping. That, I'm glad. Because guess what? Having us being surrounded by us in a time of need is always a good thing because that's when you know we really rock with you. Even though sometimes we not, might not like you like that, we can still come around and say, you know what, that ain't even right. You bugging, you tripping. Don't get on mans for that. That's nothing. But again, I'm glad for us being us and surrounding each other this past weekend with the love of us. Now, having said all of that, I went over my time. It's time for me to get you guys out of here. The song of the week for this week, it is Warren G. Regulate. I think that I found the song way more appealing Regulate. because of... Somebody putting this song right with the meme of the Alabama uh, brawl. So I decided, you know what? Screw it. We're just going to have that for the song of the week. So as I said, song of the week for this week, Warren G. Regulate. It was a clear black night, a clear white moon. Warren G. was on the streets trying to consume some skirts for the E. So I could get some phones rolling in my ride, chilling all alone. Just hit the east side of the LBC on a mission trying to find Mr. Warren G. Seen a car full of girls, ain't no need to tweak. All of you search, know what's up with 213. So I hooked a left on 21 and Lewis. Some brothers shooting dice, so I said, let's do this. I jumped out the rock and said, what's up? Some brothers pulled some gas, so I said, I'm stuck. These girls peeping me, I'm on glide and swerve. These hookers looking so hard, they straight hit the curve. Want a bigger, better thing? Than some horny tricks I see my homie and some suckers all in his mix I'm getting jacked, I'm breaking myself I can't believe they taking Warren's wealth They took my rings, they took my Rolex I looked at the brother, said damn, what's next? They got my homie hemmed up and they all around Can't none of them see him if they going straight down for power They wanna come up real quick before they start to clown I best pull out my strap and lay them busters down They got guns to my head, I think I'm going down I can't believe it's happening in my own town If I had wings I would fly, let me contemplate I glance in the cut and I see my homie Nate Sixteen in the clip and one in the hole Nate Dogg is about to make some bodies turn cold Now they dropping and yelling, it's a tad bit late Nate Dogg and Warren G had to regulate Real swear. The next stop is the E.
into a whole new era. G Funk, step to this. I dare ya. Funk on a whole new level. The rhythm is the bass, and the bass is the treble. Chords, strings, we brings melody. G Funk, where rhythm is life and life is rhythm. If you know like I know, you don't wanna step to this. It's the G Funk era, funked out with a gangster twist. Smoke like I smoke, then you high like every day. And if your ass is a buster, 213 will regulate. 